When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a minute, but we've got a fun talk today. Daniel Freitag just committed to the Badgers. I'm going to be breaking it down, talking about the 2024 recruits, and then giving a little look into the 2023 season and what is going to be a pretty, pretty crucial season for Greg Gard after the last year's struggles. But the news of the hour Daniel Freitag, 2024 point guard, has committed to Wisconsin. Huge, huge landing for Greg Gard. It's the it's the biggest recruit in the history of the Badgers during, under Greg Gard, and I believe the fifth highest recruit ever, the highest point guard ever in Wisconsin history. That's how monumental this uh, this commitment was with Daniel Freitag. Now we all know the backstory. The Badgers have been on Daniel Freitag since they offered him on June 30th of 2021 after seeing him in an advanced camp. Then after that, you know, you you obviously have the developments that have gone through until today. They were the first school to offer him. Coach Guard has been very, very uh, committed to Daniel Freitag throughout the whole process. He was the number one target for the Badgers in the 2024 class. They went after one point guard, essentially. It was all eggs in one basket, and it turned out well. The Badgers ended up getting Daniel Freitag, the point guard of the future. And now it creates this little balance that they have in the future in terms of what you're going to see in 2024 and even 2025 when the Badgers start, you know, getting these guys on campus. But let's talk about Daniel Freitag himself. Freitag has been, he exploded really in his sophomore year playing at Jefferson High School and has been a... Uh, he's been a solid player as well on the AAU circuit, playing for Howard Pulley, a program that we've seen have a lot of Badgers come out of. I think Nolan Winter as well was on that Howard Pulley train. You've seen a lot of Badgers come out of that program specifically. And it's another Minnesota uh, commit that ended up coming to the Badgers. But what Freitag brings, he's a guy who brings uh, good driving ability, and he's a guy who's aggressive. Not necessarily the biggest point guard. He's 6'1", 175. Obviously, we'll have to grow into that frame a little bit. But he's a point guard that can command the offense, that is well-suited to lead a team. And he's a good driver. I think that that's going to be the biggest part of his game. And when you specifically look at this past season for the Badgers, where did they really struggle? Around the rim. They were more of a shooting team than they had been in the past. And they wanted to run the pace a little more. But they struggled at scoring uh, at the rim, especially with their guard play, which is why you see shooting percentages dip a ton, especially in the paint and in that two-point range. Freitag changes that. 
you have a guy now who you can surround your shooters with understanding that he's a guy who can get to the rim and be a facilitator as well as a dominant scorer in the paint for the Badgers. And that's what he is right now. Obviously, he's got his senior season. He still has a lot of time to continue developing his game, but it's a huge land. And really, the Badgers, they are looking for that point guard of the future, understanding you've got this two-window kind of uh, aspect with Chucky Hepburn, who obviously is going to enter his junior season now, and now Daniel Freitag, who enters in 2024 when Hepburn's the senior. You essentially can give the keys over to him. It was going to be a bit of a scramble for the Badgers had they not secured Freitag as they hadn't offered another point guard in the 2024 class. Pretty, pretty, uh, you know, deep into it now. They're going into their senior season. Would be a little more tougher. They had been in contact with a couple of players, but not anything substantial as an offer itself. And so Freitag, you know, they put their eggs in one basket, and it's the biggest uh, victory that guard has had in his recruiting element. Let's talk about that portion for a bit, because a lot of people obviously um, were disappointed with Greg Gard, myself included a little bit, for the failure to add depth this past season. He changed that, though, this offseason. When you look at what he's done so far, the Noah Reynolds thing, I mean, that part was a whole gaffe. Not so, not not as disappointed on the Wisconsin side as so on the player side, understanding how that went down. But guard gets AJ Store, a much needed wing, to essentially add some more depth along the uh, in the backcourt, but also you know in that in that combo wing kind of area. AJ Store has that, and he's a guy who definitely is going to push for a starting spot. I'd expect him to start at small forward this year. The Badgers go to a more traditional starting five, get some more size in there after starting three guards under, uh, at 6'4 or under last year. And so, you know, you have A.J. Storr in the mix now, and the Badgers also have a strong recruiting class coming in. Four-star Gus Yeldon, three-star Nolan Winter, and three-star John Blackwell. You're, you're accumulating some depth, and that, I think, should balance the scales going forward. But when you look at this 2024 class now, you've got Daniel Freitag leading the helm. You've got his teammate, Jack Robinson, a small forward. And this is what's going to set up to be a pretty intriguing battle here uh, to for that third recruit, you know. When you look at some 2024 names, Con Nuppel, uh, you talk about Jackson McAndrew, I think that those are two names that could also fit in with the Badgers. I think McAndrew seems like a little more of a realistic prospect. He's been a guy on the Badgers' radar for a long time, another guy with a connection to both Daniel Freitag and Jack Robinson. And so I think he, he he's a realistic guy, but you know, McAndrew has significant uh, significant interest elsewhere. Creighton has been a team interested. Xavier has been a team interested. So we'll see how that recruitment goes. And Con Nuppel has just been absolutely electric this year on the EYBL scale, leading the leading the EYBL in scoring. He's going to be a guy whose recruitment continues to soar up, and he should get some significant, significant interest. That'll be a tough one for the Badgers to pull off for the number one in-state prospect in 2024. But back to Freitag, and what does this mean for the Badgers? I think this gives Greg Gard a little more leeway in terms of his results overall um, in the near future until Freitag comes. Why? Because up to this point, you know, 
Greg Gard obviously has done a good job. I, I am a guy who is supportive of his coaching style. I think he is a player's coach. I think he brings out the best in his players while holding them accountable. And while you can have questions about the scheme the Badgers run, it's been one they've run for a while. And I do think that a lot of the issues last year weren't necessarily coaching adjustments that had to be made, but more so issues with the uh, with the personnel and the roster itself, which the Badgers look to fix this offseason. Now, though, in 2023, I don't expect a year like 2022 at all. You've got more depth. You've got more. Uh, you've got more depth. You have more continuity with that starting five, and also, I think it's just a year where you're going to look to improve. You have more starting level talent as well with the addition of AJ Store. That's what I'm thinking uh, for Daniel, uh, not Daniel, but for the Badgers in 2023. I think they should push back into that maybe fringe top 25 spot, maybe not get a top 25 ranking overall, but I think they can definitely push it. Uh, and, you know, they've got a strong non conference schedule. You, you're playing Tennessee and they've scheduled a couple of games. I think Arizona's on the slate as well. You're scheduling a couple of games. You've got the Gavit games as well, where they're going up to the Big East for a game. You know, you've got a couple of good games on this, uh, on, on this on the slate to prove yourself and the Badgers had a strong early season start last year, including that win over Marquette, I believe in the second game of the season, they've got a chance to prove themselves and really cement themselves once again as a potential top 25 team. But regardless, I think next year's team should set up well into the 2024 class when they bring in Daniel Freitag, when they bring in Jack Robinson, a guy who I've had on the podcast a little earlier this year. And so, you know, I think it's a good, good semblance that you're going to carry over to 2024 and allow Freitag really to grow with that one year alongside Chucky Hepburn before taking over the keys. Some words of Freitag's I found were interesting. I think it's pretty clear he had his eyes set on Wisconsin early on. Obviously, the commitment from the coaching staff, specifically the head coach, um, was was abnormal. I mean, they devoted a lot of time into making sure that Daniel Freitag was their number one guy to showcase he was their number one guy. They were at every game. They were consistently in communication. They even met him while Freitag was on a football visit uh, a couple of months ago in April when Freitag came out to check out one of Wisconsin's spring practices and we're in conversation for a couple of hours there as well. And so there's been a lot of communication between the two sides. In 2024, I'm curious to see how they end up balancing everything because the Badgers right now, they've got a young roster still. Hepburn's going into his junior season. He'll be in his senior season by the time that uh, Daniel Freitag enters campus. Obviously, is Connor Seijin the standout from last year? He- What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com try. Go to shopify.com try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com try. 
going to be a junior at the time. AJ Store, another freshman, and all uh, all Big Twelve, not Big Twelve, sorry, Big East freshman this past year. He's going to be a junior as well at that time. So you've got three strong uh, candidates there. Max Klesman, obviously, uh, I believe he's going into his. Uh, senior season, but with two more years of eligibility, he could have that fifth year there as well. So it'll be a talented team where right now, you know, you've got that top, uh, you've got about four guards that can be in the mix, four guard forwards that can be in the mix. Freitag adds another one as long as whatever, uh, whoever else they add in that class. So I think there's going to be a good enough, a good amount of talent to involved with Freitag that year, especially uh, considering also the development of the 2023 recruits in Gus Yeldon, Nolan Winter uh, in the forward kind of area. So I think they are, there's going to be a good amount of talent to where when you, you know, the biggest worry is putting a guy in a, in a, in a place where he can't succeed early on. I don't think that's the case when Daniel Freitag enters campus, but don't want to look too, too forward in the future. Going back to what the Badgers got to do now in not only in the short term, but in the long term. Do I think Greg Jard's job is completely safe? No, I think he does need to prove a little bit in 2023, get the Badgers back to the NCAA tournament, which obviously didn't happen last year, but I think they're on the right track, like I said. You know, ending up, uh, I know I haven't spoken on basketball uh, since the NIT Final Four, but you know, they ended up in the NIT Final Four, made the made the most out of a lost season pretty much. And now with the continuity that they had, a lot of people were, uh, were, were questioning, are they going to lose a player to the transfer portal? They lost Jordan Davis, but all, their entire starting five remains intact. Some news I haven't talked about either. Tyler Wall is a guy who's returning. I think that all of these little factors, I think they're just going to add to the contributions that the Badgers can get in 2023. There is one big question, though, still on the roster, and that's one that I don't know if it's going to be answered or not by the time the Badgers start practicing later this year. That is, who's going to be that backup center? Is it going to be Gus Yeldon? Is it going to be, uh, you know, one of the guys from the roster last year? Because that was the biggest issue. The depth in the front court and the inability to rebound because of the lack of size the Badgers had. Gus Yaldin's a big guy, but he's also only 6'9-ish, uh, 6'9", around 240 pounds. He's not necessarily the traditional center in terms of size, although he plays like one. Nolan Winter, a tall guy, but he's going to need a little more uh, uh, time in terms of getting his body uh, up in terms of the weight. As you know, he's a he's a tall, lanky, six eleven guy, a guy who can shoot the ball well, but you're gonna need to put on some weight. We'll see how much he plays in year one. Although you know, when you got that talent, talent's gonna be on the court for sure. But overall, I do think that that's gonna be the biggest question. How do the Badgers go with that backup center position? They've been in contact still with some players. Maybe they add another player. Uh, Will McNair was a guy who they recently were in contact with, the Mississippi State center. Not sure uh, if there's significant interest there, though. Understanding, you know, the guy, whoever comes in plays, probably going to play for about 10 minutes, 10 minutes a night. That's that's your role. Just backing up Stephen Crowell, um, you know, and alongside playing alongside the forwards like Carter Gilmore on the team. But I think the Badgers need somebody there. Hopefully, the biggest hope is that Gus Yeldon can continue to develop and can be a guy who they can trust to play those 10 minutes at least in year one, but also trust to man, uh, manhandle that backup center position if necessary. But if not, then you've got some questions because if size is an issue again for the Badgers, I think that that thwarts them in terms of their um, seasons, uh, how 
with the potential of how the season can go, understanding that while they've got solid guard play, while they've got solid wing play, they don't have the requisite size, which was a significant issue last year, not only in terms of rebounding, but also uh, defending within the paint, fouling issues, and things like that. We'll see how they continue to address that position, but I've got to say it has to be seen as a successful, uh, successful offseason for Greg Gard, even without the Daniel Freitag commitment in June. You know, overall, successful offseason, you kept the entirety of your core. Nobody gone to the transfer portal that was a starter last year. You keep Tyler Wall, and then A.J. Storer is a guy who you bring in. I mean, we've got to give him some credit for the Noah Reynolds part, even though Reynolds essentially uh, shipped out and went to UW-Green Bay after, what was it, like 10 days or so. I think that move kind of hurt them because they were in position probably to get another player and seeing how they were recruiting. AJ Store said he only took one visit, and that was to Wisconsin. Seeing the way that they were recruiting, I feel like they could have gotten another guy. Unfortunately, that didn't pan out. So, you know, you've got a lot of different moving parts now. I think the Badgers are going to have some good competition because you've got Max Klesman there, who's an elite defender and a guy who they trusted very well uh, in the backcourt. Hepburn, obviously, can play solid defense. Seijin, not as good of a defender, but, you know, you can't uh, uh, disregard his scoring. And then you've got A.J. Storr as well. I think you've got a lot of players now that can compete for some of those starting spots. And I, th- I think even regardless of whether they start or not, that six deep is how I'm going to call it. I think that that's going to be a strong six-man top six. Obviously, a lot of them are wings. Store only 6'6", that he's the tallest of the four guards uh, slash wings that we have on the team. So it's, you know, it might be tough to to see more than three of them on the court at the same time. But overall, I think that you've got a shot um, at really making some noise then in the Big uh, in the Big Ten next year. Some other big news. I mean, Zach Eady returns to Purdue. That's something huge. Um, but Oville got a good shot at returning, uh, you know, to to a, a spot of relevancy next year after missing out on the tournament altogether this past year. Other portions of stuff about Daniel Freitag, I mean, when we when we hear uh, nuggets of news on the recruiting aspect, seems like the, it seems like Freitag, you know, he obviously had interest from his top five, and he wanted to commit on his official visit, which was going to be for June 14th. But one nugget that I found very interesting, I forget which article that I read it from, it was that he, the way that he thought about it, is it worth waiting for an offer maybe from a Duke or an Alabama, one of the top teams, or, you know, losing out on Wisconsin, understanding that they could pivot to another way uh, if you wait too long to tell them about your decision. I think that that could have been uh, you know, I thought I think that perspective is very interesting, and I think it also shows the 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 duality of the relationship. It's not only how much Wisconsin wanted Daniel Freitag, but it's also Daniel Freitag himself wanting Wisconsin, understanding comfortability, the family aspect that it provides, and I think that also led a huge part into his recruitment. I think that's a good sign for the Badgers. I think that, you know, it's a it's a place where both people want to be, and it's a huge, huge landing, obviously, for Daniel Freitag. The number eight point guard in the 2024 class was a top player in the Wisconsin class, and I believe he's the number one point guard in the, cl- in the California class as he's going to play at Southern California Academy in his senior season. The other big nugget, I think, from Daniel Freitag's recruitment, no football. 
Football is now out of the picture. Said I think he made the decision about four days ago. Um, football is out of the picture, though, for Daniel Freitag. He said how it, it's a tough choice, but the surgeries that he had while playing football um, obviously uh, made his decision a little bit easier and forced him, not forced him, but led him to the way of basketball. Was a solid receiver prospect, I believe a four-star, 6'2", 175, great build for a receiver as well. But Daniel Freitag fully committed to basketball and fully committed to Wisconsin basketball. Huge news for the Badgers. Biggest landing in, Greg, uh, in, in the history of recruiting for Greg Gard top point guard ever in Wisconsin history. And the 2024 recruiting is not done. Jackson McAndrew still on the board. Con Nupple still on the board. We'll see what they do in 2024. But Greg Gard proves he can recruit. And this was the biggest landing that uh, we could have expected coming here in June. Great news for the Badgers. Excited to see how Daniel Freitag competes in a senior season and really excited to see how he is in practice and in games when he puts on that Badgers uniform in 2024. But guys, thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the channel. Be sure to download the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And we'll be back either with some more football stuff as official visits start to kick in. We get some more commitments or some basketball stuff if we hear any later news before the start of the fall. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you guys next time. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.